We interrupt your special announcement to bring you this regularly scheduled programming. It's a secret to everybody. Hey, it's Coolio if you don't know, and welcome to another episode of Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM in Halifax. How is everybody doing? We have gotten through another week, well, another two weeks if you're paying attention to the live broadcasts, and I suppose to the podcasts too. But anyway, that's not important. We're here now, and we are going to take a look at what's going on over at Low Bias Gaming. And other than that, we're just going to listen to some music and we're going to relax for a while. It's going to be fun. I promise. I promise. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have the rest of Super Mario Bros. 3 from Jason. We have uh, Breath of Fire 3. We have 6, 9, 12, 13 videos for that series. Uh, Minecraft, we have another 3 videos from Jason. Super Castlevania 4, we have six, I think? Uh, six, nine, nine videos of uh, Super Castlevania 4 from Jason. Uh, Scarlet, uh, his playing Torchlight. Um, seven videos there. Another uh, new episode of Retro Force, just the one. We got Bioshock from Scarlet. We got six new videos there and a uh, new Let's Play from uh, Scarlet. Uh, Heretic, Shadow of the Serpent Riders. Uh, so that has started over on the site uh, with nine videos available at this time. We have also uh, Destiny of an Emperor, Dr. Mario, and Dick Tracy, among others, as far as new soundtracks. And uh, Jade has a post about the Mega Man toy line, so that could be kind of an interesting thing to check out if you are so interested in such things. But for now, that's about gonna do it. Let's get on to some music and get on to some video games. This is gonna be fun. Here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, it is Square Wave a Symphony Time. Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. That song was by 8-Bit Arcade and it is the theme song of the TV show for which this uh, archives game is based on.
Elf's best buddies from Melmac have crash-landed their spaceship on Earth. The dreaded dogcatcher was alerted and he is on his way to nab Elf's friends. Guide Elf through the maze-like neighborhood as he collects all that was lost from the spaceship. Join him in the race against time and the dogcatcher as you help him collect objects, rebuild the spaceship, and return his friends safely to space. As Alf would say, Hey, no problem! Another job for the old Alfer. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. And this is Alf, the first adventure, which is an arcade game for DOS and other platforms, but I played it for DOS. Uh, developed and published by Box Office and released in 1987. This game sucks. <laughs> I'm not gonna mince words here. This game is not particularly good. But uh, it might be kind of entertaining to at least see someone play it. And if you think so, then I do have a bit of a treat for you for the Low Bias Monthly for April 2015, which was um, eight color games, well, eight games with eight color or fewer. Uh, this is a CGA DOS game, so this fits the bill. And um, yeah, if you want to check that out, feel free to do so, but uh, consider yourself warned.
was Patrice Bourgeau with a song called Canada from the uh, soundtrack for Panzer Paladin. And you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. Welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky. And well, I know it, you know it, I sure hope I know it anyway, because I'm the one doing the show. Um, it is time for the news of the weird. Um, doing things a little differently, I guess, but not really, because that's the only different part of it, because we're still doing the news of the weird. Um, babbling. Anyway, uh, I do not read these stories ahead of time, and some of these may not jive well with all audiences, but this uh, this segment is about 13-15 minutes long, so take that as you will. Our lead story for today, the continuing crisis. Government restrictions aimed at slowing the spread of COVID-19 have had no effect on a growing trend of uh, on, on a growing trend on the island of Okinawa, Japan, called Rojone. Literally sleeping on the road, which local authorities blame on the island's balmy weather and people's habit of overindulging in awamori, uh, a traditional rice-based liquor. Okinawa police have fielded more than 2,700 reports of rojone in just the first six months of 2020, the Guardian reported, putting the incident, uh, put, putting the island on pace to match last year's 7,000 reported incidents, which resulted in 16 accidents and three deaths. Tadataka Mizayawa, the police chief, said he, quote, didn't even know the term rojone before coming to Okinawa. I mean, it's definitely better for people to and to pull over on the side of the road and sleep if uh, they're not in any shape to drive but really they shouldn't have gotten behind the wheel anyway come to think of it um yeah so wait or is it just people that just go out and sleep on the side of the like literally sleep on the side of the road or in some cases possibly in the road considering the accidents but anyway maybe i'm overthinking this just if you're if you're gonna get drunk take care of yourselves that's all i gotta say putting on the brakes uh organizers of philadelphia's 12th annual naked bike ride okay have cancelled the event scheduled for August 29th because of the COVID-19 pandemic, the Associated Press reported. Ride organizer Maria Serhima said she hopes people will uh, be able to return next year and that riders are, quote, taking advantage of the emptier streets and are and uh, riding masks up. The Philly Naked Bike Ride attracts thousands of riders and covers a 10-mile course uh, taking in the city's landmarks, such as Independence Hall and the Liberty Bell. I mean, you do what you do, I guess. But, uh, I mean, it, it, de- it definitely sucks that uh, events are being cancelled for COVID-19, and especially such landmark events as a naked bike ride, which... Mm, 
who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? If it harm none, so might it be. Our next two stories under the subtitle of Awesome. People living around Olten, Switzerland, got a surprise on August 14th when it uh, began snowing cocoa powder. Strong winds that morning distributed the cocoa dust from a malfunctioning ventilation system at the Lind and Springne uh, Springley uh, chocolate factory nearby, delivering enough to cover at least one car, the Associated Press reported. The company offered cleaning services, but no one took them up on the offer. The ventilation system has been repaired. I mean, one would think that... I would still take them up on that uh, the offer to, to clean the car, just for the fact that that cocoa powder is gonna be no good after it's landed on the ground, on the car, on the person, on whatever it lands on, that should probably still be cleaned up. Even if it is Lind chocolate, I'm not gonna go licking it off. Our next awesome story, the very last blockbuster store in Bend, Oregon, and I've actually seen this story, is offering Deschutes County residents three one-night sleepovers through Airbnb on September 18th, 19th, and 20th for $4, about the cost of a video rental, Audi reported. Lucky movie lovers will have a pull-out couch, beanbags and pillows for their viewing comfort, plus two-liter bottles of Pepsi and snacks to enjoy a, uh, during a marathon of, quote, new releases from the 90s. Nothing can replace going to the store uh, with loved ones to browse the shelves and find a movie that suits whatever mood you're in, said Sandy Harding, the store manager. I... I, I, I've seen this story and I thought for a while like so Blockbuster is just becoming an Airbnb and that's it that's how Blockbuster ends but no this seems to be kind of more of a marketing thing which is kind of interesting considering that you don't really see any um, any video rental stores anymore it's uh, yeah it it's certainly an experience and one that you're not going to really see, like, possibly anytime soon or ever again. My main concern is, it's a blockbuster, there's open windows everywhere, there is basically no privacy. So I, I'm hoping that they put up curtains or something? Anyway, I'm not in Oregon, so... Oh well, I guess. Irony! A mystery unfolded in the mystery section of the Walla Walla Washington Public Library in late July, and also I love that I got to say that for an actual reason. Um, Walla Walla Washington, there you go, it's a real place. Um, when workers performing renovations during the COVID-19 shutdown demolished a section of shelves and discovered a disintegrated paper bag with five full cans of Ham's beer and an open bag of Godzilla Head's gum. Okay, um, library staff determined that the hidden snacks dated back to the 1980s, CNN reported. Library director Aaron Wells posited that, quote, 
somebody had stashed it there and maybe thought they could get it later. But there was no way to get it out. Until now. Um... Yeah. Uh, um, probably the beer is fine. Um, I wouldn't... I wouldn't try the Godzilla heads gum. Not for a second. Um, maybe Stuart Ashen would because he's crazy like that. Um, our next story, Utica, uh, sorry, fine points of the law. Utica, New York si uh, City Court Judge Ralph uh, Inechi, I assume, Inechi is outraged but did not set bail for defendant Anthony Walker on August 13th, which surprised even Walker, who had been arrested for the second time in two days for leading police on a high-speed chase, quote, because, I guess, of the new bail reform law, unquote, Walker said. Judge, uh, Judge Ianesi um, said that he had no choice but to let Walker go. On August 9th, Walker had hit another car while driving a Maserati that had been reported stolen. I plan to do the right thing this time, man. I'm tired of this, he told WKTV, apologizing if anyone was hurt. Utica police uh, noted that Walker made the same pledge after his first arrest. Yeah, said Walker, I did take them on a high-speed chase. Nobody's perfect. So, wait, so you're, you're tired of this? You're, you're tired of um, driving Maseratis around in high-speed chases? And what? I don't understand the logic of what you're getting at here, Mr. Walker. If that even is your real name. But, uh, that's okay. Um, anyway, weird times. Weird, confusing times. Hey, here's a story about a happy ending. For once, um, residents of Sioux Falls, South Dakota have been cheered recently by the unexpected presence of a cornstalk growing up through a crack in the pavement at a busy intersection. Dubbed the 57th Street Corn, the stock had its own Twitter account and was hailed as a symbol of resiliency and hope in hard times. Mayor Paul Haken called it amazing. Get it? It's a pun because maize is corn. Anyway, but on August 19th, the Argus leader reported neighbors found the plant had been ripped from the, from the ground overnight, prompting sorrow on social media and a flower memorial. I didn't want to see her story end like that, said resident Chad Thyssen. Together with, with his children, Thyssen rescued the corn stock, named, uh, renamed it Cornelia, <laughs> and is nursing it back to, its, to health in a five-gallon bucket. He hopes to find a permanent home for Cornelia, now a local celebrity, with the city's help. The city needs help. Oh boy. Uh, this kind of almost reminds me of um, the um, the Halifax Crane from just about a year ago at this point. Uh, the one that that uh, fell down on a building uh, on uh, Spring Garden Road, I think. Um, I don't know. There is such weird and strange and weird things that end up having social media presence and 
You know what? Shine on, you crazy diamond, is all I really gotta say about that. Here's a joyride for ya that has nothing to do with that one in Utica. Sheriff's deputies in Lapush, Washington, uh, said they, that's a name, said they received a, a report of a suspicious person trying to rent an airplane without a pilot's license or insurance at the Jefferson County International Airport on August 18th. The man, later identified as Richard Jordal, 59, then tried his luck at Tailspin Tommy's, another plane rental business at the airport, Kira reported, and was again refused, but surveillance video showed Jordal uh, returning later to steal the keys to a Cessna airplane, which he fueled up before taking off and flying erratically, according to authorities. Business owner Natalia Yashirina and her husband uh, watched the plane on radar. Altitude would change dramatically from 5,000 feet to 2,000, up and down, and then doing loops and doing twirls. Authorities said a possible plane crash was reported around 10.30 p.m., but no wreckage could be found in the heavily forested area that evening. A U.S. Navy helicopter crew returned the next morning and found the plane with Jordal unconscious inside. He was taken to a hospital in critical condition. That's why they issue these, um, that's why they issue these things, these licenses and these insurances. This person's probably aeronautically uninsurable, and that's why. <laughs> but, um, at least he got to live his dream and almost die as a result. But uh, hopefully he's okay. Anyway. Here's some more reports of entrepreneurial spirits across the world. The Associated Press reports that a company in Tokyo called Koagara Setai, which roughly translates to Scare Squad, has launched a drive-through haunted house that allows patrons to socially distance from its, quote, zombies while getting a good fright. With customers safely sealed inside their cars, the zombies do their best to scare the occupants, draping themselves over the cars and smearing them with fake blood. The distance between customers and cast has actually gotten shorter since there is only a window between them, said Daichi Ono, a cast member. The zombies then helpfully clean the cars when the 13-minute show is over. Uh, well, that's one way to do it, I guess. Uh, I mean, you're still not coming into contact with uh, with the the patrons. Uh, they probably have their windows up, so if people want to get their scares on, just go over to. Um, it doesn't say where it is. It just says, it just well, I guess it's it says Tokyo, but Tokyo is a big city. So go look for Kawagatsutai in Tokyo, I guess. Um, and our other entrepreneurial spirit is about the Krone Circus in Munich, Germany, who has come up with a stinky idea for making extra money during COVID-19 restrictions. Selling jars of excrement from its 26 lions and tigers, priced $6 each. Why? Uh, well, let's keep reading. While some buyers opt in to support the circus or to offer the jars as a prank, Reuters reported, others are using them to repel pests. 
I am told it keeps cats away from the garden and it keeps the animals away from the car where they eat all the electric cables, Lion Tabor Martin Lacey reported. Some of the funds go to a charity which improves living conditions for captive animals. Well, as long as it doesn't hit the fan. I guess that's the best thing that I can say. If it works out for everyone, then it works, I guess. Um, yeah, there it is, and there you go. And um, let's finish off this news of the weird with a bright idea going once again to Japan. Three stories from Japan for this one. That's uh, quite the sight. Renowned architect Shigeru Ban um, is attracting attention with new public toilets he designed in two parks in the Shibuya district of Tokyo. Uh, the toilets are surrounded by transparent colored glass that turns opaque when the door is locked on the inside, Sky News reported. At night, the facility lights up the park like a beautiful lantern, said Bon. The technology allows users to see whether the toilet is clean and empty before entering. But users say while inside, they can't tell that the glass has turned opaque, leaving them with an unsettled feeling. I'll say. Um, if I'm going to the bathroom, I don't care what it looks like from the outside. I don't want to be able to see the outside. Um, I mean... There it is, I guess. I kind of hope that this uh, this format is tweaked a little bit so that that fixes the one issue. But um, yeah, all sorts of weird and interesting stories in today's news of the weird thing. This is a pretty good set. Yeah, this, this was um, pretty solid stories for the most part. Uh, you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax, and let's get to some music, shall we?
That was Neon City by William B. Music, and you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. And welcome back to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, and it is time for gaming next month. Yes, it is the last Friday of the month, which means that we shall take a look at the games that are coming out for September of 2019. And let's start with REM The Secret of Seasons coming out on September 1st uh, for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Uh, Also on September 1st, four more games. Crusader Kings 3 is coming out for the PC. Hitman and Hitman 2 are coming out for Google Stadia. And Iron Harvest for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One and PC. September 3rd, we have WRC 9 for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, September 4th is a big day with five releases as well. We have Doraemon Story of Seasons for PlayStation 4, Marvel's Avengers for PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC, NBA 2K21 for PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One. So that system's coming up pretty soon. Uh, Paradise Killer for Switch and PC, and uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. September 8th, we have three new releases, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning for PS4, Xbox One, PC, Okuna Kamadness for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, and Star Renegades for the PC. Uh, September 9th, we have the Outer, War- uh, the Outer Worlds Peril on Gorgon DLC, which is coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. September 10th, we have two new releases, Bounty Battle, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, and Mo Astray for the Switch. Uh, September 11th, we have Inertial Drift for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Uh, September 15th, we have eFootball PES 2021 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and Spelunky 2. I didn't even know that was coming out. And that is coming out for PS4 and PC on September 15th. September 17th, we have one new release, Medieval Dynasty for the PC. Uh, September 18th, we have two new releases, Crisis Remastered is coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and no computer is going to be able to run it. Probably. Uh, and WWE 2K Battlegrounds is coming out for P- uh, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. September 20th, Hello Neighbor is coming for Stadia. Uh, September 22nd, 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim for the PS4. 23rd, we have Unrailed for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. September 24th is going to be a big day. Four new releases going under is the first one for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Little Big Workshop is exclusive to the, to the Xbox One. Serious Sam 4 for the Stadia and PC. And Tears of Avia for the Xbox One and PC. September 25th, another four releases there. We have Bullet Age for the Switch and PC. We have Mafia Definitive Edition for the PS4, Xbox One, Stadia and PC. Uh, Port Royale for the PS4, Xbox One and PC. And Troll Hunters for uh, Defenders of Arcadia for PS4, Xbox One, Switch and PC. And the last game on the list is Baldur's Gate, which is coming out September 30th on Stadia and PC. So. Um, I don't have an exact date for the PS5 and uh, Xbox One Series X, but um, 
that should be coming out pretty soon since the game has already been announced for it, I guess. Um, so yeah, keep a look out, keep an eye out for that, I guess. Um, so you can check out any new releases uh, at uh, GameInformer.com slash 2020. This list is updated constantly. Um, it might be updated in the middle of the month. Who knows? Anyway, uh, let's get back to some more music here on Square Wave Symphony CKDU 88.1 FM in Halifax. <laughs> Founded, and here comes Dub Moon with a song simply called Chiptune uh, from the single Chiptune 7 inch Data 033. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax.
found a thing. Yes, I have found a thing, and I will share that thing with you in a segment that I like to call I Found a Thing. My computer can be quiet for a second. Um, some of you might know about the emulator BeastNess, uh, which is an emulator that um, is focused toward being as, um, excuse me, as accurate as possible. Uh, this was mostly achieved by a project called the SNES Decapping Project. Not so much taking anyone's head off, but uh, actually taking a SNES logic board, taking all the chips off of them, taking off the head, uh, like the, the cap of the chip, and um, taking, taking some things head off. There you go. But then you actually map all of the uh, the chip circuitry and things like that. It's a very complex project. Usually runs about ten thousand dollars per chip. And somehow uh, the guy who made BeastNess, uh, guy who goes by Bu, um, was able to find someone willing to do it for two hundred and fifty dollars per chip which is, quite frankly, a miracle. But uh, there was something very, um, very intriguing that happened uh, due to the fact that this project took place. And uh, that's what I'm going to be talking about today. Uh, this is on view.org slash about. Um, it is the whole story of view about all of his projects, about business, Kigan, um, all that. But there is a uh, header here called Professor Stephen Hawking. So this might be kind of interesting to find out about, if you don't know about it yet. Um, here's how it reads. Something rather amazing came out of the SNES decapping project and it's probably the singular most surreal moment of my life. It would turn out that the same NEC UPD7725 processor architecture used in Super Mario Kart and Pilot Wings was also used in the Speech Pro's text-to-speech module used by none other than the late Professor Stephen Hawking. This Speech Pro's hardware was bulky and fragile. It was slowly failing due to age and the company that made it had long been out of business. His assistants Jonathan Wood and Peter Benny set out to emulate the machine in software, but uh, where they became limited by the NEC UPD7720 processor used. They ended up reaching out to me and with some custom modifications they were able to use code from Higan uh, to complete the rest of their speech prose emulator. This emulator ended up being used by Stephen Hawking for the remaining one or two years of his life and then was passed on to his estate. For what it's worth, I do not have a copy of it and never asked for one. For, more, for those interested, more information on this fascinating story can be found at the San Francisco Chronicle or on Peter Benny's website. So yeah, there you go. It's a weird kind of uh, things, it's a weird way for things to, to end up. It's like, first you end up with BeastNess becoming a thing which actually prevents ZSNES 2.0 from ever happening because they would have required a complete rewrite and BeastNES was amazingly accurate, basically. And then you have uh, just your regular old uh, 
well, it was Hing On, so it's a multi-purpose emulator. But you have this emulator that's for video games that ends up powering Stephen Hawking's voice box. It's kind of an amazing uh, event, in my opinion, and um, I hope that you are interested in hearing about it. Uh, so yeah, uh, that was once again from view.org slash about. There's a lot of uh, interesting stories there if you want to check that out. But uh, that was the main thing that uh, that I wanted to share with you guys. So um, yeah, let's get on some more music here on Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax.
Bits by uh, Nookie Coops. And here comes Silencing the Storm by Maze. And you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. another episode in the can or some such uh, words anyway i do hope that you enjoy your time here on uh, square wave symphony uh i as always do enjoy uh doing this show even if i can't necessarily do it every week like i would like to be um i always am happy to come back and bring you some more entertainment, some more chiptunes, some more fun stuff. And, uh, yeah. Let's keep our eyes on the future. And the future contains credits, as this, is, as this show usually ends with. 
Square Wave Symphony is based on the format of the Electric Leftovers podcast by Jason Partner of Low Bias Gaming, lowbiasgaming.net. News of the Weird is written by the editors at Andrews McNeil Syndication, newsoftheweird.com. Gaming Next Month is powered by Game Informer, gameinformer.com. Segment music composed by myself, Manama Namiki, Nuriki Twilight of Defect, Sean Daly, uh, Pink Projects, and Commissar. Stay tuned next for the Astrology Show coming out next on CKDU, followed by The Witching Hour at 7 p.m. and press start to continue at 8.30. Comments, questions, want your tip tunes featured on the show? Email me at squaresim at lowbiasgaming.net or get in touch on Twitter at squaresim, S-Y-M. You can also leave feedback on ckdu.ca, click on Shows, find Square Wave 70, and click on Leave Feedback. There's also a podcast version of this show. It's available on lowbiasgaming.net slash squaresim, S-Y-M, or just search for Square Wave Symphony, Square Wave as one word, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or TuneIn Radio, or most of the podcatchers out there. This has been Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax. I'm Coolio, if you don't know, and I'll see you guys next time.